Hey, what's going on? This is the Hey My Man podcast. This is Ben. You'll notice there's a pause. Uh, this is an unnumbered episode. Dave is not here. I am doing this from the beautiful Monster, Indiana. I am just uh, with this virus and stuff. We had a little bit of downtime, and I'm just going through some bits. Um, sometimes it's difficult for Dave and I to get together, so I'm just going through some older stuff and chopping it up and hoping that uh, it's some of it's a little older and, and maybe newer listeners haven't heard it. If you've been listening for a while, maybe you did hear it, but uh, I can tell you it made me laugh just going back. Um, <laughs> some stuff was pretty good. I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. We started off, um, this was not that old, it's episode 231, where Dave talks about uh, switching Halloween costumes last minute and then becoming Slash and Axel, and uh, the problems that he has holding a cigarette in his mouth all night without lighting it, and trying to return a bottle of Jack Daniels booze post-Halloween party. Uh, it just made me laugh, but this is something to get started with, so enjoy so yeah. she was going through Pinterest or whatever and found um, Axel and Slash. Yeah, She's man. like, this is a very readable costume. Yeah, man. So I walked around with a cigarette in my mouth all night. Smoke it? No, I didn't. You should have. I was so fun. afraid because I'm like, all it's going to take is... He, he, he kept on just walking by and he's like, I'm going to light this lighter. And if I happen to walk by and it touches the end of your cigarette, then, you know... I think the only is. thing grosser than smoking is having an unlit cigarette in your mouth for hours. It wasn't pleasant. I, was all, I also had to. I also had to carry around a bottle of Jack Daniels, which she bought for twenty five dollars from the store because it was a, a, a real bottle of booze accessory. And I'm like, can I just put out a message on Facebook, like, hey, who's got an empty bottle of JD around? Why don't you just buy whiskey? Well, I, I mean, no, because it, they it's brand specific. Yeah, you know? but buy Jack Daniels whiskey. That's what we did. Oh, I thought you said like a costume. No, no, no. Like it was fake one. no. It was twenty three dollar bottle of whiskey. And then yeah. I'm like, I'm not drinking Jack well, Daniels. Dr- it's garbage. I'll bring it down here. I'll uh, I drink. I drink only the good stuff. But anyway, <laughs> and I, so I'm walking around like, <laughs> I, and I won't put it down because I'm afraid someone's going to knock it over and I won't be able to return it. I'm like, I think I can probably return. You gonna return and, the booze? Yeah, why not? Because you just throw it in your wet bar or whatever, and then you just now you go like, yeah, I'm not this drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah, but it's for somebody else or whatever, you know. Yeah, well, that's what eventually will happen. I think we left it at the second party. Oh, speaking so. of buying booze for somebody else, I figured out the secret. It's another Hey My Man podcast exclusive. On accident, I figured out the secret. I told you before, my father-in-law was one of my favorite humans in the world. But he will come over and drink the best beer in my fridge all the time. It's only fair. The deal we have, what I've done to him and his family. Right. It's, it's clearly, I, I've come out on the top. Yes. Or he's suffered more. Mm. But I guess he's not into dark beer right now. Well, it is the season. So I got a fridge full of all this dark beer. And he comes over and he's like, ah. Meh. So he'll end up grabbing... The cheap, the, the, what's left of the summer shandy? He'll grab the summer shandy, the Oktoberfest beer, whatever. So, that's the secret. Perfect. Now. You have to. So, if you have the same problem I have, which not, I hesitate to say problem, but uh, if somebody comes over and drinks the best beer in your fridge, find out what they don't like and buy really good versions of that. Unless, that unless they do that thing where they'll go like, "Well, I've been meaning to try this forty dollar beer. Let me get a crack at it." And I'm back. So, um, this next bit is from last year. Um, I'm not going to get specifics about every episode because I'm bad at editing and I named them all the same thing. But, um, point is, this is from last year and this is just a little bit, a little, uh, rant that stuck out to me. It's, uh, I, there was a couple months there when I was really rallying against Pinterest and getting angry with it. I was taking out my anger. Sorry, Pinterest. I apologize. This isn't your fault. 
subdivisions. And I, t- I took a lot of my rage against Pinterest. Um, and Dave suggests that there should be a balance between David Goggins, Jocko, and Pinterest. I think he's right, but here's a, here's a way to explain it. Last week, I said F Pinterest, right? Mm-hmm. I want to double down on that because we used to have pillowcases and bags. And this isn't so much a back in my day, it worked just fine, although it did. Pinterest is now like, oh, give your kids bags that they've crafted and designed. Does everything have to be top shelf luxury? Can't some stuff just be like some something well, you put isn't your, the your idea stuff though in? Of, of Pinterest to be able to make something luxury that isn't that's out of just household stuff? No, the idea is for like the Borg in, Sty- in Star Trek or Star Wars. It's like it's like the Borg. Like it's one co- housewives now have one collective hive mind. Mm-hmm. So every house party you go to is going to have these. You're going to go, wow, the decorations were amazing. I can't believe she's so... Oh, yeah, Pinterest. Son yeah. of a bitch. I don't think they're... And I don't think they're hiding it. But no, but it's invading everything. Everything is cute and crafty, and I don't even know why I'm complaining. I'm just... I, I look mean, around no and, one's asking you to do any of it. Ah, uh, no, but... <laughs> so, I mean... I, you, know, you know, Like, okay. That's where... That's why I step off on that, because I... Around my entire house, I have signs that say, live, laugh, love... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we eat here. If you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. Every 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 room's got five signs on it that you know are, are painted on a board that she went to a class and you know a group went and had wine and they they wrote these stupid sayings or they have our our family name or a crest or you know, right. everywhere I go. I'm just gonna do a quick lap around this track. Are we go ahead. are we that comfortable? <laughs> are we that comfortable? David Goggins would have something to say about this. Are we so comfortable? They go. Okay, our 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 to do list, our honey do list is done. What's next? Um, I guess we could. I guess we could decorate our cookie jars, and have a we. Oh, we could make. We could turn our doors into chalkboards and put little love letters on them. David Goggins would slap that chalk out of your hand, and so would Jocko. He would start eating it, and I, he would be like, "Listen, if you got time for that, you got time for push ups." There has so to be a place between me and David Goggins. Okay. I think that man's got a point. Um, this next bit is just a little moment I had with my daughter. We're having a nice, quiet daddy-daughter moment, and uh, she compared herself to Jewel, who is one of, uh, in my opinion, one of my favorite female singers of all time, and it didn't go well for her. This is also another reoccurrence of uh, Dave's, Dave's oft-told bit of when he pretends to snore when his kids tell him stories. I'm playing the music, and I say, she's, she's probably the best singer in the world, isn't she? My daughter looks at me with the most sincere, for real. Her eyes are, like, welling up. Like, she's for real hurt by this. Because <laughs> I make videos with her singing with me, whatever. We sing, we play guitar all the time. It's, like, our thing. She's looking at me like she's hurt, dude. She's like, oh. and I'm, And then I go, oh, crap, I can see where this is going. And she goes, she's the best singer in the world? I stick to my guns and I go, yeah, baby, she's, she's pretty good. <laughs> and she goes, she looks so sad. She's got red cheeks from the tub, hair slicked back, and she's like, she's one of the best singers, right? And I'm like, eh, one of the best, you know? <laughs> she goes, well, she's not better than me, right? I thought she was going to say Aretha Franklin. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go listen. The ball's on this girl. She says her? She was going to go, wait a minute, Stevie Nicks isn't even in the conversation? <laughs> so she goes, well, she's good, but I'm the best, right? So I had to, I had a, uh, a moment here where there's a fork in the road, and I go, do I tell the truth? 
Is that what you're asking me? Is this a choose your own adventure? Well, I'll tell you what I did, okay. but I want your opinion on how it went and what I should do next time. I go, I looked at her in the eyes. It's my sweet baby angel girl. And I go, no, baby, you're really good, but you're nowhere near as good as Jewel. And I, she didn't cry. She got really upset, and she looked away, and then we continued the bath like it was nothing. And then about a minute later, she's like, yeah, but I'm like as good as her, right? And I go, uh-huh. So I, I tried to buffer it. I go, you're my favorite singer, but no, you're just not as good as Jewel. Well, you know me in the middle of every, in my son's story. or my I just start snoring or pretend to be sleeping. Today, uh, my son was telling me. That was my favorite he challenge sold, we ever did. He, he, sold, he told a, such a terrible story. I, first, he told it to me. Then he told it to my wife, and then at dinner he tried to tell us the same story again, forgot that he told it, and I was like, listen, first of all, your story is uninspired. It's bad. You, when you told me earlier, it was bad. When you told mom, it was bad. You, no new beats. You stuck with what you had. You didn't I told it you up. your story sucked the first time. Now you're telling it for a third time. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to tell you. You need, yeah. you need, who could be a harsher judge than, than, than me and your mother? We're, we're terrible people when it comes to this. Yep. Um, but I've had that similar thing, you know, especially with little girls. It's in my, my experience, my my daughter, the same thing. But they it's think like, they're the most beautiful, best at everything. Yeah. Like you got to come on. If I if one of the other little girls in the neighborhood is like dressed up for something for Halloween, I was like, oh, did you see so and so? Her costume was awesome. She's like, well, what about my costume? It's like I didn't what say anything that? about your costume. What is that? We're talking about her costume. I always thought all the women I dated had daddy issues. And years later, in my defense, I still think they do. Uh, this next bit really made me laugh out loud when going through some of the older stuff. Uh, Dave starts off by judging people's um, babies and whether or not they're good-looking babies or not. And then eventually, I think maybe kids and just it gets down to, you got to be honest with yourself. Are you able to really sit back and subjectively judge whether someone is a good-looking human being or not? And then you have the uh, daunting task of looking back in the mirror yourself and, and perhaps maybe you're not the great you thought you were. Maybe you and your baby, possibly all of you, belong in the ugly section. Out of all the pictures of babies that you've seen, what percentage <laughs> of those babies are, are, are mediocre at best? Oh, dude, I... I see my own baby, my own kids later, and I go, I can't believe I thought those kids were cute. Well, okay, p- taking your kids out of that, would you say that I would say, I don't know. Uh, 20%. 20% are cute. Yep. Okay. The others the are, rest like, are I can't like, wait till that works itself Average out. at best or off or <laughs> god-awful. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard, my, my wife will be like, oh, it's, look at that cute baby. And, and, and I'll be like, and, I, and she's being real with me. That's cute. It's cute. And I'm like, who who are you kidding? That's not cute. That baby's <laughs> not cute. Don't be nice. Or they'll be, they'll, you know, <laughs> yeah. growing up, I remember she had a friend, and she's no longer friends with this person, but she's like, oh, she's cute. And I'm like, no, she's definitely not cute. It's like, what are you looking at? She's not a threat, bro. Yeah, that's that's what it comes she's down to is, is it's it's there's there's no threat. I'll be the first one to admit, hey, you know, if somebody goes, oh, what do you think of that? Oh, he's a handsome guy. There's well, no doubt about it. There's some there's some people that are downright handsome. For sure. Yeah, you know, talking to I don't know any in person. I haven't. I don't know any in my real life. But like, (laughs) if I saw like Leonardo DiCaprio or like Jake Gyllenhaal, I'd be like, I could admit, you know, it's a it's a handsome guy, handsome fellow. I mean, you choose who you choose. I choose who I choose. Right, right. But I guess that's a good time to flip the coin 
do guys have this, the same thing? Like there's, there's certain guys that I know that I'm like, yeah, I'd prefer they not meet my wife. <laughs> Because of because so maybe because, because I probably am full because of shit. they're a low class turd or because you know that she won't be able to that they're better than you that it's, they look better than you and the chances that she goes wait a second huh huh she's looking back and forth because it's back gonna, and forth it's gonna shame me it's gonna yeah. put a spotlight on, my, on all my deficiencies she goes home and, and and has to look at you yeah I always say you know what she's gonna be Whenever, like I love sleeping with this C grade version of what I just saw in in real life I probably only know. Guy wise, a handful of guys that I'm like, you should be proud of what you've done with yourself. Pretty much everybody like else in is, life or with no, their, just with f- their physicality, like they're keeping up their game. Oh. OK, and the rest of everybody else is pretty sad. <laughs> Whenever I hear a guy being picky, I'm like, look at yourself. Somebody has to, to touch that. Somebody has to look at your disgusting, yeah. fat, gelatinous body. You know, with your your man boobies and, look and at, everything look else you got going on. Look at your on. body hair who are objectively. You? Look who, at your body hair. Yeah, who are you? Let's be honest. You're bald isn't a choice. Yeah. You know, you're you're right. you're you're you 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 just do zero grooming. I guarantee you. I yeah. sit here. It's a mess down there. Hundred percent. And you'll hear these guys talk freely. I, I and I'm sure women talk freely. I'm not in those rooms, yeah. but I have to look at these guys, and it just it, it boggles my mind that I'm like somebody somewhere. Puts their mouth near you. I love and their the, hands near you. I love the, it's gross the most guy. disgusting, disturbing thing I've ever. I love the gross guy life. that's picky. Yeah, like, now nah, I'm into brunettes. I'm like, you should be into <laughs> anything that's slower than you. Yeah, right. You should be into chicks that love New Balance. Mm. Who doesn't love New Balance? Are New Balance not cool? They're not cool. No. Let me ask you this: Your no, wife's a hairdresser. Dude, I just got. Hey, listen, I just got Aldo boots this week. Okay, what's Aldo boots? Exactly. Leather boots? Exactly. Leather boots? Exactly. But they're like stylish <laughs> boots, right? Uh, yeah, they're. Why boots. are you wearing those, dude? Because I'm because I because I've come correct, bro. Because I'm seriously. I'm, why are you wearing those? Because <laughs> like, I come you, correct. What do, they, what do you where do you wear those with skinny jeans, dude? I just can't wear those like a boot cut with all kinds of shit, bro. Because they're like they're European looking, right? You, no, no, not that European. I think they are. Do they you have a zipper hit, on the side? You got it. Oh uh, yeah. Can you drop a revolver in it? I, I'm gonna try. Can you? Dro- is there enough room between your ankle and the outside of the boot to drop a revolver Ooh, in, or a small semi-automatic? Then no. it's European. I couldn't fit. More then it's than, European. I couldn't fit more than a, a, Swiss, a Swiss Army knife would be a struggle. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching the Kardashians over my wife's shoulder years ago, and I said, "Bruce Jenner is he's tra- he, he's he's changing, right?" Something going on with this. Guy. I knew that years ago, and she's like, oh, "Come on, are you crazy? You got ombre boots. You got the frosted. Every week you come here and There's you're a little more. There's nothing frosted. I've never been frosted. I don't know why you said that. I don't know. Maybe that. it's sun-kissed. Is that what they call it? Ombre? I mean, I'm not sure. what a certain what... type of people use that word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it just made me lose my train of thought. Dang it. This, ne- this next part, I remember going to do the podcast and tapes and... Uh, I'll let the rest explain it, explain itself. Um, I just remember going like, this is going to be a rough, it, it was, it was a real, it was a real Eminem eight mile moment. You know, like when you come in and you, there's something about you that, that you ain't too excited about. The only thing to do is to attack it before you get attacked. I remember having that moment. Um, I won't step on it, but uh, there was a very sincere need to jump on this and do 10 minutes on it before I could let Dave bring it up. 
just listen. This is. Uh, I speak for a, a way too large of a percent of you out there. What's going on with you? I got a cold sore, dude. A herpy? Act like you didn't see it. Yeah, herpy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I saw. It. I didn't want to say anything. I know. Yeah, you and everybody else except for the people that do want to say it, <laughs> dude. It. All right. Listen. It. Okay. You weren't. You weren't always the the Ben we see in front of us. We we you, you made mistakes. What do you mean by that? <laughs> see, this is what I'm getting at. This you know exact, what it is. Nah, this you is exactly what it is, dude. This is exactly what I'm getting at. I'm so angry. It's been like a week of this. It's like a week. It's can like you, I'd, can I'd, you clean that screen when you're done talking in the mic? Yeah, I gotta sp- I gotta burn it. I gotta get dude everything. Everything I've touched, I have to get rid of. Mm. I can't. I can't kiss my kids. I've been sleeping in the garage by the litter box. High best. 3.7 billion people <laughs> under the age of 50 have it. Yeah. Yet. 3.7 billion people globally. Mm-hmm. Yet. You walk in a room with one, and everyone's like, I guess these suck the wrong guy. I have to do every single time. What are you going to... I, I still don't know. I got to find a real doctor. You can Google, but the, the results aren't good. It is... I've done wild stuff in my day, right? None yeah. of it resulted in that. It resulted in like jail time, people not loving me anymore, uh, broken limbs, um, broken limbs while in jail. So let's be clear though: you didn't, you weren't eating a piece of food and got a little overzealous and bit your lip. This is a sore, a postulating sore that came. When you from say within. postulating, I think you just added one gross <laughs> adjective I've never stuck to it. But yes, thank you, postulating. Yeah. This so this rough. is something that came from within your body and bursted out. Not- My body. Even my body doesn't like me anymore. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, dude. It's so bad. It's so bad. So you I think, love how. So did you have that statistic at the ready in case anybody? Uh, I googled it today. <laughs> I googled it today because, dude, I'm at work and some guys like, "Hey, man, what's going on with your lip there?" I was like, "I don't know. Uh, I guess it's some weird thing." I'm the first person to ever, ever. Me and 3.7 billion people have to all explain to ourselves how many people are in the world. Eleven billion. Okay. I don't know. Am I right? I don't think you are. I think it's about 50% of the population gets it. Let me say, dude, I've never had bad acne. Never really got it. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a zit here and there, whatever. You fight with one there. Never really got it. However, no one's ever had a zit and walked in a room and said, who'd you like? Yeah, because like, that's not how, where you get zits Like, from. what went wrong on your Cub Scout camping trip, that's right? That's not how you get zits. Yeah, how do you get uh, a cold sore? Uh, I believe you get it from touching somebody else. Putting your mouth on dirty brown putting, paper bags in the alley? Putting your mouth on something dirty, yes. What dirty? Someone's mouth? I don't know. Whatever happens. What, you don't what, know. I don't know, I, bro. I, what I I'm know. saying I know is, in seventh grade, apparently I kissed the wrong girl. It's been all downhill since. Every, every three years, I got to... I got it's Yom Kippur. I got to I got to atone for my sins. Whatever you put your mouth on, I, I'm of the belief had that same sore on it. So <laughs> you could fill in the blank on that. Yeah, but everyone fills in the blank with like something contact terrible. Contact. What, yeah, there what is if, nothing good. What if? What, if what, what do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What I'm saying? It was our. In my this is the way I imagine it is. It's already presented itself and you still decide to put your mouth on yeah that's wrong and that's TikTok, i'm not a doctor and that's kmart and i want to use the r word I'm so not bad a right doctor now. no so you're not so you yeah. really think i saw a gross sore and was like give me a piece of that i anyway, feel like there's some and kind of, or blew a dude i mean <laughs> what, I, I would this say this is what i'm up against i i guess i would wrong and i guess i would be wrong in saying that you have 
impulse control issues. Yeah. No, you okay. wouldn't be wrong about that. <laughs> but but half the population gets them, yet everyone hates them. If I see somebody with a yeah, cold sore, sure. I'm like, ugh. Well, you could a get sock. one of the, the snowboard ones that the you know the neoprene ones that just have the little pinholes. That's no, I got to wear like those president masks from like. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> from Point Break. Point Break. Yeah, that's the only thing. You can't wear. Look, first of all, and then if you get a cold sore, you can throw away your um, your permit to carry. Mm, yeah, you We're cannot walk into a liquor store wearing a president mask and have a displayed gun. That's true. Dude, the doors are going to get locked. The Again, cops people, are coming so fast. We've learned too much from movies. They're going to be like, he's going to rob us. And he probably blew a dude earlier. Everything's perverted. So um, this next one uh, comes back all the way from January of 2017. And we had been at it a few years already at that point. And Dave had been at it a few years even more uh, with uh, he and Nick. Um, every time I do a best of... This one comes to mind. Not that I've done a lot of them, but it always comes to mind when I think about funny bits because um, if there ever was a time when we could have done a video podcast, I feel like this would have been one that really stood out. Uh, Dave does a little bit of traveling for his his job sometimes, and he decided that it would help him in some way, shape, or form to bring a blacklight to the hotel with him. Um <laughs> So, of course, he bought the black light ahead of time and researched it and did some things at his house. And uh, I don't know. I think I like this bit because I like to think that people at home also share a lot of, like, the neurosis that we do. And I just sort of picture a few hundred people every week pulling black lights out and going through their own stuff. And it, I don't know, man. Just It just, it just really kills me. So, uh, here you go. January 2017. In that same vein, and me and you have talked about it before because we both travel for work, um, we stay in hotel rooms. So I, you know, I decided that it would be a good idea and interesting for the podcast and interesting for the people that follow me on Snapchat uh, to, for me to get a black light. So I went online and I paid like 35 bucks and I got this, uh, a, a black light from a company called Searchy. Don't, S- don't I- screw up the ignorance. <laughs> S-I-R-C-H-I-E. It's the... 762 UV that's the model number and like I said it's okay. it's uh it's a little bit bigger it's like the size you don't of a... want to go to Spencer's and get a couple crushed velvet posters <laughs> thrown in it's like the size of a a, a handheld um, you know old school tape recorder Bro, these mushrooms look crazy when you put the light on them and so I decided I was going to go down to South Bend and get in my hotel room and I was going to pop this sucker on just like I've seen Gordon Ramsay do dude. on Hotel Hell and dude and then I thought to myself, as soon as I had the thing in hand, I was like, this could be a mistake because I might not be able to stay in a room. So here's You might as well just ask your wife, like every one of your wife's ex-boyfriends, if they have Polaroids. You <laughs> might as well. Do, it's that kind of information that you don't want to know. I feel like if you go there and you, what's the protocol? So you go in the room, you turn the light off, you realize your room looks like I said somebody threw a softball full of piss up in the air and hit it with a baseball bat. Um, I've been told you best case scenario. I've been told you immediately chuck the comforter <laughs> immediately because that was the one that they don't change. That's what I've heard. So, um, and I've seen these exposés where like you know, twenty twenty will go in there, they'll pull back the sheets, they'll write like the word like Dateline or something in in like some sort of seminal fluid. Dave was, and then here. the next day they'll get the, they'll request the same room, 
and then they'll they'll pull it down and they'll take the, they'll bring the you know the manager in and they'll say last night we were in here and we put you know uh, boogers all over this and we're going to see if they're still there and, and every single time they are. This is all perspective because I read the Song of Ice and Fire books, which the HBO series Game of Thrones is based on, and these people travel the King's Road and they stay in a room and it's like yeah we got we throw some fresh hay in the corner and they sleep on an old mattress. Uh, and and they view it as a night off the road, and it's refreshing, and they recharge their batteries. Yeah, well, they didn't have to pay for that either. And if they did— Oh, they did know, several yeah, pence. okay, fine. Well, they anyway, paid for it in, uh, an iron and fire. So the thing came in the mail, and I, w- I got home today, and I was like, uh, let me check this thing out. So I decided <laughs> to walk around my own house and see, before I was stood in judgment of the hotel cleaning lady— Dude. Um, I wanted to stand in judgment of, of uh, myself and my wife and see w- how good of a job we did. Mm. And, and it's it's not good. Mm. Let me tell you. So I went in uh, my kid's room and I looked all over the, the walls and the tables and everything. And, you know, yeah. it was just like it'll pick up dust and stuff like that, too. Can I back this up a half sure. step and say when you light rooms up with this searchy light, what is it showing you and what are you looking for? Uh, I mean, it's looking for. What am I looking for? Anything that I deem could be disgusting, well, like and what, then I let my mind go to that up? place. Does the soap light up? Could it, could it be possible yes. that, that, yeah, yeah. that any there's kind, actually soap all over all those magazines? Yeah. Any kind of fluid, <laughs> any kind of powder. So, oh, powder, you know, okay. anything that's granule that you wouldn't, maybe your na- the naked eye couldn't see uh, with the light off, it would illuminate that. Like anything that's light oh, does dude. a reflection off of. So, um, so <laughs> dude. I went in my the bathroom upstairs, the uh, you know off the master bedroom, and, the, and the, for the kids and the wife and everybody yeah. else, and the not, servants' quarters. Oh, I mean, and again, she cleans it every day, all the time. Dude, nightmare, complete nightmare. No so then I came downstairs into the bathroom, in, off of the family room, and yeah, I, I'm living like that, two bathrooms, <laughs> and I, I look at this bathroom, and it's it's just as, it's just as bad. So I take the now I have the black light with me, and I'm cleaning. My bathroom with the black light. Okay, that's clean. That's good. Uh, how I assume... See, I'm sorry. I, I, you see these things disappear. As you clean them, you see them go away. Is yeah. that how that works? Mm-hmm. I've never cleaned with a black light. Yeah. So, yeah, you see... As many have not. <laughs> well, now I realize how when they go... I don't know how they did it, but the area, this murder scene was conspicuous. You know, was completely cleaned up and left yeah. no semblance of any blood uh, evidence at all. But they forgot about the adhesive side if, of the duct tape. If you're a, a serial murderer, it, you might want to invest 30 bucks in a surgery. <laughs> I actually uh, I actually forgot that Dave gave some tips to serial killers, uh, to soon-to-be serial killers. What do you call it? Uh, <laughs> promising one day zero killers. I like that he gave tips. Uh, this next part made me laugh. This is back from ooh, January 2018. And I tell a story how we went to the uh, local diner one time and I decided to splurge and buy a skirt steak. For Hey, Dex. Dex, come here. I'm doing a thing for the podcast. Do you remember that time when I ate the steak at the restaurant and I almost, I almost choked to death in the booth? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> was it scary? No, you were, you thought I was fine. It was, yeah. Did I kind of puke? Wait, did I kind of throw up on my plate? No, I didn't. No. Did I still pay for the steak, or do you remember? Pay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here. Sorry, but if I'm anything, I'm on brand. I'm trying to edit this in the basement uh, where the kids are playing. But enjoy. Finally, I said, "All right, this is it. This is it. It's gonna happen." And I was like, "Kids, and it, well, I don't even think it was Saturday. Oh, at this point, I think it, I was even." Sunday, maybe. Yeah, Sunday. 
I'm paying. I'm going full hog because I had eight days off. I'm on vacation. Oh, Dad's going to treat himself to a $15 meal. We're living high on the hog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, don't even worry about it. I slapped my credit card down in advance just in case. The lady came and I said, today's the day. Bring that steak. Let's have it. She says, how do you want it? I said, medium, medium rare. I don't want it. You know, I'm not paying $15. This is high money. I'm not going to do it and get a hamburger, right? I said, medium, medium rare. Get the kids stuff. I almost, they never had a waffle. I almost got a waffle, but it was $5. I said, let's not get crazy. Yeah, it's batter. Exactly. $5 for batter? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. That's like the egg theory. You're not kidding me. So finally it comes. I cut into one of them. It's two pieces. The Greeks give you double everything. I didn't know that. Two big pieces of steak. I said, I'm very happy, dude, right? So I cut into it. Yeah, I cut into it. It's brown. Brown, frown, all the way through, right? Now, the old me, it's funny because your brother on Facebook was saying I'm turning into you. The old me would have been like, it's fine. As long as you didn't, you know, as long as you didn't drop it in front of my, in my presence, I'll eat it, whatever. But the new me, the new and less improved me, I was like, $15? This is a problem. I waited I waited forever to order the steak. I finally got it. <laughs> and so she comes by and she says, how is everything? And I go, actually, um, actually, it's not that good. You know, it's, it's not, not the way I want it. Kind of feels like colossal nachos, but go ahead. Well, maybe. But so I said, listen, fi- finally, I, I paid for the steak. And I go, it's, I, I said, did you, did you tell him like medium, medium rare? She goes, yeah, I told him. And she looks at it and she goes, oh, you're right. That's not. She's like, do you want me? Do you want me to get the manager? But so I bought. I don't want to tell him the guy. You just so take I, it back without telling the manager. Like so I, do it on the low. Right. So I balked and I said, you know what? No, no it's fine. It's fine. So I'm, I cut it up and I put a one all over it and I'm like, eh, whatever. You can do it. Meet it. The other piece, nice, nice and pink, eating it no problem. So she's about to get the manager and I said, you know, just I go, well maybe I've been reading this negotiation book. So maybe I'll we'll do some wheeling deal, and I'll say, you know what? I don't only want half of this. Maybe you, maybe we work out a price on this bill. As I'm cutting it up, dude, <laughs> I gotta start chewing my food. I must have taken a big piece of steak or not chewed or something. Get stuck in my throat, dude. My kids are both looking at me. I'm kind of like, you know, at first you're not sure if you're choking. You're I'm pushing like, on it with your thumb. I'm just sort of like, hmm. and I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, if I just pause. um, Maybe my esophageal muscles will just contract and uh, relax, and it'll work its way. It's not working its way down. But I can still get some air through my nose. But I cannot breathe through my mouth, dude, at all. And I'm in a crowded cafe on Sunday morning. I'm, so I'm sitting there in the restaurant going, and the kids are looking, Dad, are you okay? And I'm, I can't speak, so I'm holding up the... the, the, uh, the uh, Stop in the name of love. The, I'm holding up the Whitney Houston. I'm just going to... I'm doing the Beyonce. I'm turning my hand over. I'm going... I'm breathing through my nose and uh, I'm like, and then I start like, I, okay, if panic goes to 10, I'm at like a four. I'm like, this is it's not good, but you're not, this is not, this is not how you go. You don't go at less cafe on Sunday morning. I'm like, I got this. It's no big deal. It's no big yeah, you deal. You got to think about me and how I'm going to explain this on the podcast. So in the future, yeah, keep that in mind. I don't want to like, if, if, if you find out, you're going to have to tell everybody this. Is, I don't want, I don't want your version of how I go out in a cafe to be the only version that people hear. Sure. I'm at a four. I slowly cured it to a five. So I grab my, my son's glass. I will tell your story. I grab, <laughs> grab my son's glass of water. I start chugging this water. I'm like, I'm going to cram this sucker down. I'm just going to put so much water. Uh, it's going to be like uh, like like pouring Drano down mm-hmm. the pipe. You know what I mean? I put it. I take a big and a little bit trickles down the throat. Still breathing through my nose. A little bit of water is going. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. It's going to be fine. 
still not going anywhere. I'm going like 30 seconds now. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not, I can not, I, I can breathe, but not through my mouth. It's freaking me out. So I take another big chunk, of, a big swig of water. It doesn't work. It doesn't, nothing's going down at this point. My body just goes, nah, this ain't going to happen. I start spitting up water, dude, all over my table. I'm basically vomiting onto my plate of this skirt and steak or is a skirt steak. I've been what two years. I've been waiting for like, I've been saying every weekend I'm going to get this steak. I have now just puked on a steak that I told the waitress was subpar. Now it's less enticing because it's got my uh, puke water all over. It's coming out my nose, out my on my mouth. And I'm imagining the waitress has, just before this happens is pointing to you as the guy who has the complaint about the steak. Yes, and you're and you're he just sees the back of your head. And you're in full gag. Hundred percent, hundred percent. She's. I look and she's talking to the manager. Now I'm at dude. Now I'm at a seven. Like or jeez, you really got to pour it on. You're like a, you're like a European soccer player. I'm <laughs> I'm just grabbing my knee, going why? I look like Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. <laughs> Uh, dude, now I'm like at a seven, seven and a half because I've just tried to get something down. I think I can breathe, but I've just tried to get something. And nothing's going down my throat. Nothing. And then I start looking at my kids. I'm like, are my kids going to see me die in this cafe? Now they're never going to get to try a waffle because mm. that's just going to be out for life. I start going like, and I don't, I've already kind of, pu- I've already puked on my plate and you I don't start water. taking your finger and water. trying to reach in your throat and extract. I, I don't make scenes, bro. I don't do it. So if I die, it's going to be in the bathroom where nobody sees me. And my kids are going to have to find out about later and they're never going to – it's better. Right. It's better for everybody. So I'm at like an eight now. I'm like, holy shit, I can't get anything down. So I can get a tiny bit on my – like I can't talk, but I can get a little bit like this. So I look at Lucy, my daughter, and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, move, move. She sees like the panic in my eyes, runs and grabs me a napkin because she sees me puking. And I'm like, no, move, move. So I get her to move. I get up. As I get up, there's a whole, like a t- an eight-top table getting up, all putting like their jackets or grabbing their purses all in my way. I just threw up on my plate. I'm trying to run to the bathroom so I don't have to die in front of my kids. And these people are like putting their stuff on. I literally grabbed like what had to be like an 11-year-old girl. And I, I did this, the swim move that a D-lineman mm-hmm. does on the outside when he's coming in to sack the cornerback. I just court her back. I just swim move a girl, push an older lady to the side. <laughs> Run toward the bathroom. The manager gets in front of me and stops and goes, hey, I'm sorry about the boot. And I go, and I swim move her, run to the bathroom, uh, run to the toilet. I'm able to get everything out. Nothing can go down, but I man, like I, you, you I Heimlich myself. No, no, no. I Heimlich myself essentially. I just sort of like – I sort of just like gut punched and grabbed my throat. <laughs> I just sort of treated myself like – like, you ever see those movies, like, where a snake eats something? Like, those cartoons, a snake eats something, and, like, the bear walks up and goes, oh, no, you don't, and just right. sort of, like, uh, uh, like rings him out mm-hmm. from the tail to the head, just, like, almost like um, like I'm emptying a hose, and yes. that was my body. I do that. Everything in, in God's name comes out. Uh, I go back to the table, and I say, sorry, sorry and I still can't talk. Am now, I- your children, is your wife with you? No, there, there's so a your children are just like wh- what? Have you ever left your children alone anywhere? They're, it's at least as bad as those Thai kids in the cave. <laughs> Same thing, exact, I mean, a slight difference, but but basically. Well, you know, I mean they they didn't get to see their father in this weak moment. I mean was, those, those kids might have never saw their father again, but they probably no, would have chose rather that than this. this there's is, no there's no seals coming to save my kids in the booth right now. Nothing. Go ahead. So I come back to the table. And my, they got, they got a thousand questions. Dad, what was it? What happened? I still can't talk. 
I got stuff out of my throat, but I still don't have much air coming in. I'm still doing the nose breathing thing. I don't know how it happened. So, and I'm like, and I'm just holding up the, the hand. So I start doing the water again. I'm like, basically I got most of it. Out. So I start doing the water again. Nothing, nothing. The water's staying again, like just stuck like a clogged pipe. I push my kids aside again. I run to the bathroom again. Do this whole debacle twice. I come back. Now, I was, com- and finally, so I, I, I can breathe now at this point, but this is, probably the whole thing took about four to five minutes, but it felt like an hour. I have to explain to my kids, yeah, uh, I don't know, dad didn't cut his meat right, dad doesn't know how to eat, um, I may not be able to live by myself anymore if I can't feed myself. I start giving him the whole rigmarole, then I'm looking at my plate, and I'm like, whoa, I just like, there's like, there's like spit water all right. over my, it's gross, I'm grabbing napkins from adjoining tables and booths. Now Damping my, your eggs with old napkins. Oh, dude, my my whole plate was just a pile of grossness and napkins. Now I gotta. Now I start parlaying this financially. I go, well, you're gonna tell them the meat wasn't to your liking, but we just yacked all over it. So who's, you know what I mean? Like who? Well, then you just fake your food poisoning. Right. Well, but here's the thing. I'm supposed to go. Hey, I, I mean a dishonorable person. I told them it was too cooked. They're going to come and go, it may have been too cooked, but the problem here, obviously, is there's, there's yeah, like, what'd you do? This this isn't a too cooked problem. This is a you can't eat problem. Sure. We call that a hazard. Is that right? That's a pig. <laughs> so this next bit is, uh, it's actually not that old. It's only from December of last year, but it's short, but it really <laughs> made me laugh to hear Dave's idea of what a strip club should be like is uh, clearly 100% the opposite of every rapper I've ever heard, but it still made me laugh from December of last year. It's like I've had this theory about a strip club forever. I want to have a strip club where the strippers stay on the stage and never come down and ask me to buy them a drink, to drink <laughs> a Coke with them, have a conversation. Then you can never be convinced that they are, are falling in love with no you. No champagne room, or if there is one, it's i got to come and grab you, and then we go to the champagne room. Never come off the stage unless... Someone comes and gets you like a vampire. Don't approach me. I want to be a voyeur. I just want to drink. I wouldn't mind watching a naked lady, yeah. but I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you near me. I don't need your cold sore. Yeah. Please stay up on the stage. Well, I won't be dancing, but. You know what I'm saying? I think I do. Know, so yeah. I, I feel the same way about this. Like, I just don't want to be bothered unless I want to be bothered. Same rule about people doing, you know, coming to my, I've really trained everyone in my life. I haven't had somebody be a pop-in guest, including my mother, in 10 years. <laughs> I've never popped in. And now, with the, now with the ring doorbell, psh, I'm solid. I should pop in one No, day. I won't answer. I have a ring doorbell. Dude, just, just do it. Just no, answer. I will not. <laughs> That's a typical day for sure. Um... This next one, episode 200, I don't know why, but it was. It seemed to be one of my favorites. And just going back, it's called Relax, It's Just Another Episode. And it came out three days before Christmas. And it's clearly um, Dave saying, hey, just because it's Christmas, don't think we're doing a Christmas or a Hanukkah show, which we absolutely did not. Um, I always thought it was kind of funny. Uh, just to give you a little look behind the curtain, a lot of times there will be a holiday, a big event, something like that. And I'll sort of write down things in my phone. I'll go like, I got like these Christmas stories or whatever, or like my birthday happened or, or Dave's birthday month happened or whatever. And we'll like something big will happen. You know what I mean? I'll go to like, uh, I'll go to a fairly impactful event or, or holiday or something like that. And I'll write these notes down or like something big will be in the news. You know what I mean? It'll be like, Oh, you got to talk about this. Like everyone's talking about this. It's like, 
how could we not talk about coronavirus? So, you know, for example, and so I'll write these things down and then we'll come in and then Dave will mention something and then I'll mention something and I'll be like, yeah, but the thing about 8-Bit Nintendo is I guess I'm, we're, I and we are both so easily distracted whilst in conversation that this episode made me laugh because it's like it's Christmas, it's a Christmas time episode and we're not not talking about Christmas because everyone does it or we're too cool for it. I swear to God, that's really not the approach. We just, I know myself for sure, I'm unable to stop the flow. If the conversation is going on one way, I just, I go for that ride and I, uh, we go, I go with it. You know what I mean? It's funnier. I never like to force a holiday or a certain topic just because we have to. We've tried that and it didn't work out great. But sorry for the long intro, but this next bit is pretty long, um, but I found it to be super funny. Um, I hate to like say like, it's always sound like a douche when you say something like you were involved in, it's funny, but it's Dave's idea, and it just really made me laugh. Dave talks about mobsters a lot, and he brings up mobsters, and I talk about millennials a lot, and the two come to a head, and... Also, he starts talking about shorthand with his wife, his wife, and it's just, I don't know why, but I was going through these bits, and I was like, well, sometimes he'll name them in the notes, and I was like, what is this? Millennial mobsters? And I listened, and it, I was just, I had forgotten that we'd ever talked about this, but this is uh, episode 200, it's just another episode, uh, not Christmas stuff, but millennial mobsters, please enjoy. You yeah. know, they have all kinds of listening devices. The, the, the police get better, the bad guys get even better. The police get better, the bad guys get even better. The cat and mouse game. So I thought about it a lot, and I thought to myself, like, in this day and age, this is twofold. The first fold is um, the mob ends up going away as far as we know it. Now, we be- I'm pretty positive there are there's still, you know, uh, Chechen organized crime, you know, the Russians. and, and Oh, sure. But they're back to the old school. You're not hearing about it in the news. They're not talking about it. They're doing what they're doing. Uh, not just them. Other organized crime groups. I don't want to put you out there. Sure. But what I'm saying is, is they 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 went back to the old school. They went underground. They're doing their they're doing their, their the right way quietly without making yeah. a big deal about it. It's not on Twitter. So as time went by, you see, like you know, John Gotti, the Teflon Don. Uh, he's he's a standout person who's you know in the papers and basically you know wearing these great suits and he's a handsome guy and he's basically real brash and like you can't take me down me against the government, you know blah blah blah, and they end up uh, flipping Sammy the Bull, who is his right hand man. Sammy the Bull ends up being the guy that you know puts the uh, the the nail in the proverbial coffin, right? So Gotti goes away, and then all of a sudden, even before that, a little bit, but Sammy's like the biggest mob turncoat, uh, you know, okay. around that time. Okay. And so you go like, well, if they don't have silence and people are talking, what is left? Well, nothing's left. That's where everything. And I start thinking about nowadays and why the mob couldn't exist. Well, with social media, people can't wait to get on there and tell. And I mean, we have a podcast, so I mean, we're part of the problem. But it's very difficult to do anything clandestine. Nothing. So you think about your work, what you do for a living, and what happens at your office around the water cooler when one person comes up to you and tells you, hey, man, don't say anything about this but X, Y, Z. You might want to Imagine know. being a married like band member. Like you're on Kings of Leon, and like some chick comes on your bus. Like, you, you, well, those guys are all brothers too, right? Yeah. Specifically. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Yeah. But but I just mean, like, you, you couldn't smash, like, you could smash back in the day, dude. So, because it's out there. TMZ knows, like, five seconds so, later. So, my point is, is, like, I'm pretty confident that 
that guys can't keep a secret unless their life is on the line, like a secret secret. Mm. And the way the mob did it was, is like, no, if one person even knew some information that they were afraid would come back and hurt the bosses, they just kill you. Yeah. There's always someone to take your spot. You right? get so whacked. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. You just, they just take you out. Women, I believe, uh, are the best secret keepers of all time, especially when it comes to protecting each other. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Really? You don't think so? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's the, uh, <clears throat> what do they call it? The, what do they, what do they call it? The, uh, the, the, the bigotry of low expectations or what, what do they call it? I don't know. They, they always, they, they always say that in real time a lot. Like when the, when the, the, the standard it. expectation is so low that well, it's like almost like condescending. Like, like, you know what I mean? We expect them to be so bad at keeping secrets <laughs> that like, when they do, we're like, wait a minute, what is this here? Well, I think the thing is with women is is either they're they will they will lie and back their friends to the to to all the way to the end, or yeah. if it's a if it's a girl on the outside, they can't wait to to in in within their circle. You know what I mean? Mm, they'll yeah. jam that person. They, they'll they'll literally all have the same know the same secret about that girl, and and everybody will think it's not a, or a secret, but clearly it's not because yeah. it's Chinese telephone all the yeah, way down yeah, the line yeah. immediately. Yeah, they're texting each other in group texts and whatnot. So, um, sure. I just wonder uh, nowadays. Obviously, that you, you couldn't you couldn't have it anymore. Nobody can keep a secret. But if you wanted to have a conversation about a certain subject and you only speak English as do I, how would you go about it? Could you have a conversation mob style with another person? Do you think me and you could communicate mob style without doing an impression then mm. of a mm. New York mob person? Okay. If I wanted to explain, tell you a story or tell you that I talked to a certain person, could I communicate that to you uh, verbally in mob talk? Do you think that uh, that's something that we need to relearn as men? Uh, so I think we could definitely benefit from some some annual retraining. So if I was to give you what I wanted to do was write down a bunch of specific names of celebrities and feel like like a game show almost where I could okay. communicate to you who this person is without saying their name. Sure. Like for example, I would say, "Hey, I need you to do me a favor. I have to have you." talk to this to that guy about that thing and you'd be like well which guy mm-hmm. and i'd be like well that guy you know that every day wakes up and he likes to do things to make things better you know what i'm oh, talking about i got you you know what i'm talking totally about. on it 100 percent. but nobody else would know what we we're talking about i'm all over it so it's done just that done. easy you want me to get after it let's do it so my question to you could you how much could you do that about could you do that about restaurants could you how far do you think you could go because my wife mm. No matter what happens, she, you can't do shorthand. If I try to speak to my wife, let's say uh, we're at a dinner party and somebody, I want to make a comment about somebody who's at the dinner party, mm-hmm. but we're now uh, oh, it's still in mixed yeah. company. Right. I would say, hey, uh, could you believe what she said? What who said? You know, yeah. you know, you heard what she said. I don't know what you're talking about. What, who, who, what, who said? Got a bow the in lady, her hair. The lady, the one with the, one the, with the, the, bow, one, the, the one with the frizzy hair, the one with the big nose. <laughs> no, the one with the frizzy hair, and the, you know, you know which one I'm talking about. The one that's that's married yeah. to the guy who works over at uh, the place where you know. Yeah, but there's it, a few of them with frizzy hair. There's yeah, a few with frizzy my, hair. My wife is. They're always all married like, to guys. What are you getting at? It's so frustrating. Yeah. She's always like, "You got to tell me the full story. I don't know. I I, I need the details." Yeah, sure. Where I feel like. Uh, we have, as men, we're able to do this shorthand 
Uh, and again, they are too. My wife likes to nickname everybody. If okay. we, if we're on a base, our my kid was on a baseball team. Every parent was like this parent. This is the, you know, a super athletic dad. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, uh, balding, but doesn't know it, dad, you know, so yeah. that's how we would communicate. So me and my wife have Wants sort of worked out fighter, that shorthand. Dad. Yeah. We've worked out that sure. shorthand. Do you okay. and your wife have a shorthand like that? Um, it's almost all shorthand. <laughs> she likes it that way. <laughs> The well, shorter hand, the sometimes it's a backhand. When I'm speaking, the shorter hand, the better. I think is the way she likes it. Uh, I think definitely um, because as your kids get older, you can't spell anymore around them because they know right, how to read. Right? Yeah, we're starting to get into that territory so, now. So this is where this is where this culminates. Where I go, like the most time you're going to spend, unfortunately, isn't going to be with your best friend. It's going to be with your wife. Some people would tell mm. you they're synonymous. Mm. I will tell you, not so much. However, <laughs> yeah. However. If you had a situation where you needed to communicate with your friend, his wife's there, your wife's there, but you needed to communicate to your friend about yeah. something, could you? Do you think you could communicate around your wife? I like to say in good faith I could try, but I know I'd guarantee <laughs> I would absolutely get super frustrated. Like four sentences, I'd be like, "But ball pit, pizza, <laughs> god damn it!" Like, and I would end up throwing something and go forget it. Do you ever try to shorthand mafia communicate to your wife? And then you get so pissed off because she's just not getting it. And you just are like, listen, yeah, earmuffs. And you just had to tell her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so, so annoying. Yeah, no, because there are so many details that they have to. Well, hold on. Well, I'm really bad. Like, I don't remember anyone's name ever unless it's like you have to, like, live in my house mm. before I really get it down. And so I'll just be like, oh, what's. So now I've stopped trying. I just go, eh, um, you know, is that lady Miranda bringing her kids over to play or whatever? Like, Who? I don't know. That. Um, the kid with blonde hair, like her mom, or and whatever. then she just goes down a list of people until yeah. You, so yeah with this one, this one, I go. I just and yeah, and I think after about four suggestions, I go. I don't care if they come or not. It's fine. <laughs> I just, I just like I tap out. You know what I mean? Mm. But the shorthand is is a lost art for sure. What if I told you I'll say that? Did you want to? Did you want to meet up and grab a cup of coffee? And then you said, "Well, where do you want to go?" I let's go to the place that uh, that has the guy that that got you know the guy that the punk rock dude who listens to yeah I uh, get it sure. he listens to punk rock but they also have uh, uh, smugglers coffee there you know what sure. place I'm talking about sure yeah of course. do you know yeah Grindhouse okay hundred percent yeah so that's it's just that easy you could just go Griffith. And I go, All well, right. I know, but I didn't want to be I, yeah, that, yeah that's too easy to oh do. that's too much so yeah, I was sure. trying to make it a little gotcha. more difficult I gotcha. but I'm wondering I feel like. In the square, they got weird colored chairs and stuff. $10,000 pyramid, sort yeah. of the same thing where like yeah. you can give clues, but certain clues you're not allowed to give. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that. But th- but a lot of the blame goes on, <laughs> blaming females, having to know all those details. Right. Like having to go, oh, what about sure. this? What about this? That is, you know, so. That's at the crux just, of this. Just, just letting you know, this my whole argument is, is that women could never be in the mafia. Because they can't communicate like this, it, it doesn't make they 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 the can mom. they can receive the information and maybe decode it, but they they have they they're too descriptive and they 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 it's they don't know about shorthand. The mafia doesn't have time for all this description. <laughs> right. I mean, you got you, you got there's microphones everywhere. You ain't got time to go. The blonde girl that's wearing a blue dress that was at the party, well, and you wouldn't. So-and-so. You can't because you know you give too much information. Because me and my wife will be talking, and I'll do this sort of thing. I'll go, you know, the guy, the, the dude with the beard. He was sitting over by, and she would just text it to me. The tight shirt. Guy. Well, in the mafia, we can't text because if I text, it's on, it's documented. Yeah, we'll get killed over that. So um, that's why it's important when you pick your partner to be able to have a good short hand. You got to have inside jokes that work. Always tells me you have. She'll tell other people, and I'm sure your wife says the same thing. 
oh, he has a bunch of stupid knowledge that means nothing to anyone. It can, oh, it can never be useful. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So this is where this knowledge is useful because we could create an entire language like uh, Darth Raki or whatever. Okay. But with... Okay, I'm listening. More Something between Morse code and Darth Raki. Okay. But specific to not letting our wives know what we're talking about. Oh, this would be but good. It's still this English. would be good for my ADD tapping of my fingers. They would also be so annoyed that they would tune out anyway. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine back in the days oh, of the oh, mob, like you're leaving and your wife's like, like nowadays, say that it was still happening and you, you're, you're in the mob 2018, you, you just get inducted. Mm-hmm. Hey, they did the thing where they burn your hand and, you know, the, 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 all, oh, all that stuff. Absolutely. And uh, you're heading out. Duty calls. And your wife's like, well, where are you going? I got to go out. Yeah, well, who's going to bathe the kids? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I just like made dinner. You're new like, what, in the what, mob. What, what's happening here? I mean, yeah. I always think of the struggle because people go, well, back then, you know, you gave her a fresh one if she got loud. Sure. With her, and that was acceptable. And if she didn't like that, then well, you're going, you just I'm killed her. you're going so, out, see? But you couldn't kill your wife if you were in the mob because you still need to keep up appearances. Yeah. And you need someone to take care of your children. Right. So the best you could do is maybe, like I said, give her a hey. Uh, oh. one, and two, then every once you bring something nice home, you go see right. her, baby. Right. Yeah. So, but my thing is, is imagine you're a new guy in the mafia, even back, you know, let's 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, and your wife is clingy, like some women can be. Oh, like and you're like, back hey, I gotta, yeah, I got to go out. Oh, She's like, gosh. yeah, you ain't going out. You just went out last night. Right. Yeah, I know, but I got to go out because, and she knows what you do, but it's, it, sure. she doesn't care. She She's like, care. listen, she don't care. you tell him to call me. You think his wife lets him go out every night of the yeah. week? Nah, he's the boss. He doesn't have to go out, but I right. have to go out. You tell well, I don't Vin, care. You tell so, Vinny I'm important to you. Bobby and Ricky, they can't go out? Well, Ricky's not in the mafia. That's not a very Italian name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Vinny. Vincenzo. Yeah, Vinny. So I just wonder, I get so stressed out. I don't want to go anywhere, but I could just tell the, the third degree you would get from, I don't know how these yeah. guys operated. I'd make a terrible mob person just just because. You just get shamed situation. into staying home, and then the next day, someone's yeah. coming knocking on your door. Hey, you were told to be somewhere. Why aren't you there? Listen. I got home from I work. Fellas, I, I tried. I was going to turn around. My wife told me last night I was at the Copa. I had a little something on, my, on, the, on yeah. the collar of my shirt. We got into a whole argument about it. A whole argument about it. And now she says I ain't going out again because I went out yeah. last night. I went out three times last week. Yeah, but but this is your job. You you need to be available to go out. You, you, you made yeah, the Yeah, but guys, we're, watch, we're watching House. Listen, we're in season dude. three, I promised. Yeah. I promised I'd be here to binge watch four episodes of the um, House MD, and you guys, I, you guys know how the wife. Do you think in 2018 the mob runs in a in a how how does the millennial mob like? Do you think you know in what industries in the industry we're in, or the steel industry, or whatever? All these people talk about the millennials and how they're they go listen we don't have we're not going to make millennials adapt to the way we do things we need to adapt to the way millennials do things that's just the way that corporate culture moves right that's how we're going to get things done we have to we have to figure out how we can motivate them like the mob has safe spaces yeah like i don't don't understand like how could that in organized crime it can't be any different because this is the mindset of the people He's he's a good kid listen listen the kid wears the hell. He wears a nice beanie. I know. Why is he wearing his beanie indoors? And I was like, that's just, hey, that's just what they do. He's got that days. bearded beanie in the wintertime. Yeah, that's just that's just what they do these days. And this kid's always wearing band shirts. You sure you want him in the fucking mob? Like, like he's going to be like, I don't, know if this, I don't know if this dude should be in the family. He's wearing shirts with pink shirts with unicorns on them. Right. His belly sticks out of the bottom a little bit. He drinks right. a little bit too much coffee. Yeah, tan corduroys. Totally into Morrissey. 
This kid, you sure the heck he said kid's okay? Could you like you remember the scene <laughs> in Donnie Brasco where they're rolling down the street and Lefty is smoking the the cigarette in the car and uh, Donnie's in the car and he's trying to roll the window down and Lefty's like, "Hey, roll the window up! I'm gonna catch a cold." And it's just filled with cigarette smoke. Could you imagine just vape pen, dude? Just just a plume of the whitest, most beautiful, yeah. puffy cloud smoke. Yeah. I love the idea. <laughs> the car of the, just drives off the street. I love the idea of the millennial kid joining the mafia. And that, then, then just because he's a legacy, he didn't want to, but his dad's like, you didn't nah. do anything else, you didn't do well in school. You're going to join gonna... the family yeah. business. Yeah, listen, like Chris from Sopranos, but he way worse, like <laughs> Dude, even more so. This could be a great series. He's going to be like, <laughs> the millennial mafia kid. <laughs> it's going to be like, it's going to be like, all right, listen, we didn't want we we were moving you along fast. We 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 didn't want to give you all the secrets, but you're going to go on this job with us tonight. And I got to. Is he fucking tweeting? Is he fucking <laughs> tweeting? Are you serious right now? They're like trying to explain to him. Listen, you take the bag, you take it to 43rd, you go in the alley. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. No, no, you're not playing games right now. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. Like, like every time they try to give him a job, he's like, hold on, hold on. And sent. Ooh, Nintendo ooh. Switch. Ooh, prime shipping, you guys. <laughs> hold on, I'm playing Red, Dem- Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I just wonder. I like that idea a the, lot. The world, the world keeps moving on, and the criminal enterprises keep moving on, and they have to adapt too. I mean, guarantee they're having this. They're banging their heads like the cops. They're banging their heads like steel workers. They're banging their heads like the, you know nurses and doctors, and going, "How do we bring these people into being the next generation of our industry? Yeah. Like, how does it work?" And it, I could just see these back rooms where, if we're, you know, yeah. the old school guys of, of of every industry, including them, are just like Avery ain't never gonna be a don. <laughs> Not while I'm fucking alive. <laughs> All right, this next one is a short one. It was from episode 236, The Hot Handle. And uh, I just included it because it's so on brand. There are certain things that he and I just do. And this made me laugh. This is He took his family, Dave took his family on a vacation. And his uh, frugality came head to head with him wanting to be clear-headed and be the captain of the ship and watch his family. So he did one of those things where they give you a drink package. And you know it's included in the price of what you're doing. So you want to drink, but at the same time, you want him to like be clear-headed and master of his domain. And it just made me laugh. So episode 236. This is the stress of vacation. I'm going to tell you what my – I'm going to tell you the stress, my stress. I like that you don't truly enjoy anything either. That's the one thing that – that's the one tie that bothers us. Okay, so here's – here. you know how I get obsessed with – I get obsessed with body image, weight loss – Yet I don't really put too much effort. Oh, you talent! I mean, into, I put effort in, but I'm yeah, still you obsessed. do. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I consider myself a person who has high hopes of being in amazing shape, but I hope to wake up that way. Yeah. I, and so um, I you, try fad dieting, and like you know, I do all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff. But I don't do. I just don't get down to brass tacks and do push-ups and sit-ups and lift weights. It's hard to make the rubber meet the road. But you also do that thing where you walk in a room and you go, "Okay, which one of these guys? If it goes down, which one do I have to kill first? Right. Yeah, that's my favorite game. I do that on beats too. I go if, if a tsunami comes, <laughs> you got to kill this guy first. So, this is the, my problem. My wife tells me, you know, hey, I went, I went all out. Of course she did. It's her fortieth birthday. I went with the emperor package. So like me and you, wow. meaning me and her, we have the like the the full the full Monty like drink package. All drinks paid for already. So she's like that. That costs I think like fifty dollars a day. For her and for me, for each of us, she fifty rolls, for me, she fifty for hard. her, and then the kids have the soda package, which is like thirty five dollars for each of them. That's a lot of soda, That's dude. Day one, well, I mean, you could drink, you could drink, yeah, soda, 
whatever they How have. much Wildwood pop for 35 <laughs> bucks. So now I'm under this. It's already been paid for, right? So I shouldn't even be worried about it because the money's spent. But you have to. I know where you're going. I don't drink. And I tell my wife. You didn't. I don't drink. She knows this. But my normally I use this excuse of like, well, I have to drive, so that's why I don't drink. And she's like, well, hey, now you're on a cruise ship. And then I say, well, yeah, my kids are here, and I don't want to be like a fall-down sloppy drunk person Fair either. Enough. Fair enough. You can be. It's your 40th birthday, whatever. I'll cover for you. They're used to it, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but the the issue I have is now I'm pressured because my cheapness outweighs my not wanting to drinkness. It's like free food or a buffet. It's like you can't just I'm not even there plate. yet. So just for the, the drinking alone, I have to figure out how many, what is the least amount of drinks I can have where I feel like I got one over on the boat. And lastly, but most certainly not least, Lee, uh, episode 152, everybody knows a Lou. This is back a Lou, like L-O-U. Uh, every, this is back from May of 2017. Um, this turned out to be one of my favorite episodes that I've ever done. Uh, but there's just so much, so much in it that just stuck with me, and I just used in jokes later and stuff. And um, this uh, starts off with a, a brilliant marketing idea for selling houses. Um, it's a Benovation, but really it's a Daveovation too, because we split off into two different directions, and both are pretty good. And this is also the emergence of uh, a fictional but not 100% hypothetical character named Lou Dombrowski. And Lou Dombrowski is not necessarily one person, but he is a made-up collection of uh, all of your dads, all of my friends' dads, more importantly, all of my friends' uncles, people that I have had beers with on Kennedy Avenue and local Hessville establishments, um... God, there's so many Lou Dombrowskis out there. And I I won't say they're good people, but I kind of love them anyways. And um, there's, I don't know, Lou Dombrowski is one of my favorite <laughs> things to do when I'm having beers with my buddies to just turn on a Lou Dombrowski and just be that guy for a while because it just makes me laugh so hard. But anyways, this is the last clip. I know this one is running a little bit long. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, man. In the future, please leave voicemails. Please give us emails messages, respond, Facebook page. Dave and I love doing this. It uh, it literally replaces therapy for me. So, um, and for Dave too, I'm sure. But um, we have a lot of fun doing it and it's just more fun talking trash when people are doing it with you. So by all means, um, sound off. Let us know what you think. If there's a bit that you remember that you thought was funny I didn't put on here, I'll do more best stuff. I like doing these. These are fun to do. They're a little bit time-consuming because I'm bad at computers. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening so much, man. Thanks for buying sweatshirts, and thanks for sounding off, and we appreciate you guys. It's been so much fun. Thanks. I know that wasn't your intention, but what I'm thinking of, is the idea where you take pictures of, like, you know, you have your real estate agent come and take pictures of your house, and when they take one of the front room outside, you have, like, a, a hot chick washing her car right. in the driveway of the next door. The next door. Yeah, like, you know how Sarah Underwood, like, she will model whatever. Like, right. It'll go like, oh, like, we're, like oh Sarah, Sarah Underwood's camping, but really it's just her and, like, tiny little denim things, and it's like, there's not even a grill anywhere right. near. It's just, <laughs> nice. oh, I'm in a waterfall, and here's my boobs. 
Like it would be like that. Yeah, exactly. But a picture like outside a picture of the mailbox, like, you know, most people take a couple of outside shots, but most of the stuff is of the rooms and stuff. But you would, in this situation, you would take a bunch more of the outside of the house, like, you know, the bushes or something. And then in the background, it would always be a different hot chick. So 360, no matter where you were in the house, it would appear that every neighbor is a hot chick. Yeah. Yeah. You could have different levels depending on what you're willing to pay. You could pay to make it look like, oh, there's nothing but hot chicks on this block. (laughs) Or it could be like uh, the gardener or like, oh, the maid service. It just happens to be a super hot chick. (laughs) Or like you don't even have a hot tub, but we'll just use uh, a Photoshop to put a hot tub full of women in your in your backyard what or if, your house. What if your best friend or, you know, you moved into a house and a guy across the street moved into a house and for 10 years you guys became drinking buddies and best friends and his wife decides, hey, we've outgrown this neighborhood, we're moving on. You could actually pay to set up horrible pictures for him. You know what I mean? The oh, same company could come in like and on take, the sly? take crappy pictures. Like your wife wants like to move, broken, but you love this house. Broken down cars. You know, the the Victory Auto Wreckers guy coming up and pulling up in front of the neighbor's yeah. house. All that kind of stuff. Gang graffiti? Yeah, You right. just Photoshop gang graffiti. Right. Like you don't, that way you don't have to actually do your own siding up real bad. Just free, put pitchforks and, you know, Free crowns. range chickens running around a weight bench in the front yard. Half of a king's face <laughs> or whatever. You know, whatever it takes to make it look awful. You just... Just put that. That's a great idea. I, I think we stumbled on something here. So, so there would be different levels. One is if you want to pay for the hot neighbor package, that's like we'll just superimpose it in the or or take the actual photos. The other one is like like you. No, you'd have to. You'd be able to pick almost like a call girl catalog in Las Vegas, which girls are going to be your neighbors because depending on who you're marketing your house to, you'd want to change it up. Yeah, there's different. Packages. You know what I mean? You want some people might want slight six foot two blondes. Mm-hmm. Some people wouldn't want that. But I'm talking about the locale of these women. Like, if you, okay, you want the hot neighbor package, that's one price. You want you want them actually in the house? Like, look, there's a pool table in the basement. There's also, like, four hot chicks playing pool. Or maybe you actually put a poker table in the basement and have dogs. Yeah, but, but you get, you go to Humane Society and you get dogs and you have them dressed up and be like, look, I know you like pictures with dogs playing poker. In this house, dogs actually play poker. But think about that. You're talking about <laughs> you're pool, talking about bro. staging the house that you want to sell yeah. with hot chicks as nice furniture or you know, nice background. Well, yeah. But what I'm both, talking both about both is as different. And on. But what I'm talking about is different. I'm because in your scenario, I go, Yeah, you know what? The house does look nicer with a lot of hot chicks. However, those are his hot chicks. Those are not my hot chicks. No, because if you see included. it, you see yourself. Look, like what's it gonna take to get you in this car today? What's it going to take to get you in all these the same, near the same all these thing, women today? The same thing it took for me to buy our eleven hundred dollar suit at the uh, yeah men's warehouse. Okay, you know, Not I mean, all it took was me talking to a guy and then him him waving over two extremely good looking women who just couldn't believe how great I looked in a suit. Mm-hmm. Or the next guy, or the next guy, or mm-hmm. the next guy. Yeah, yeah. But my idea, I think, stands out above. So you do your company, I'll do mine. Which is, you no, know, first you, of all, you don't just steal my idea. <laughs> that I just can't, yeah, I, you okay. came up with it, but I, I molded you're the guy. It. Like I just invented Legos, and then you made like those crappy Mega Blocks or whatever. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like this is basically the same thing. All right, you guys. Thanks again for being such good sports through all this stuff, and um, I like that. I just had this thought just now when I turned the mic on. Uh, I will say this. A lot of people complain about PC culture and this and that. And while it's true that I've lost a large handful of fans because of things I've said, and while it's true that I've made friends and then 
Uh, I infamously got dumped by a dude. Like, these things happen, but by and large, I feel like our audience is pretty split, like, left and right. And the stuff Dave says and the stuff I say, nothing has ever, like, had a severe backlash. A few people have not liked stuff we said personally, but, I mean, that's life, right? But I want to thank you guys for being, like, such a cool, balanced audience. Nobody... Nobody out there fails to realize that we are joking, like almost all the time, right? So um, just thank you guys for being able to take a punch with us. I appreciate it so much, and uh, we'll see you soon. We are ready for the siege. Carefully look over your shoulder